All right. So, uh, here, one extra sheet, if you want. Um, um, okay. So, um, I always find uh, Yomat's move in America to be a very confusing day. I used to find it confusing because I'd be in NYU. And in why you like everyone has different minog, like this person says that, and doesn't says that halal, like every like everything's mixed up. But as I as I got older, I had one one year last in Israel, the year I was in Israel, the second year I was already back in time. Um, and I just like every like Yomasu in America has always felt like like I'm not like I'm not I feel like FOMO sort of like you know like. They're having it. They do it for real. It's kind of this is kind of fake. What are we doing here? We don't really know what this is. And like here, come on. and uh, and it always leaves me with kind of like these conflicting, very conflicted feelings of like, should I do anything? Should we not do anything? We'll try. We'll do it. But it was it was it mean anyways? Like how does that work? Um, so 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 every so every year Yomas whatever talks about should I say how well you shouldn't say how whatever. So I thought this year we'll talk about a different thing. Um, and that is I want to give Rabbi Yehuda Tereski credit I saw a lot of this from he quoted some of these ideas um, but um, to talk about what does it mean all of this anything we talk about Yom HaTzimut is related to the concept of Kedushas Eretz Yisrael right? there's something special unique about Eretz Yisrael obviously right? we all know that I was just talking to somebody who was just in Israel for the first time in their life an adult who was just there for the first time in her life. She talked about like, I was in the Chevron and I was in Marisach Pela and I saw like this woman and she was like lying on the floor at the Kerriot Zagavinu. Like, those are things you don't see in, in the United States. You don't see them anywhere except for Eretz Israel. You go to the hotel, you go wherever, and you just, you, you don't see things like that anywhere else. Right? You go to the hotel, you, you don't just see American tourists. You see like, like you show me Jews crying and, and, and davening and learning saying to Hillim and like it just things that you don't see anywhere else. And it just it tells you there's a kedusha that it, 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 you can tell just by by you know just by being there. I don't like the I don't like the hotel thing. Like they'll be expected to feel like feel something at the hotel and yeah, it's like a little hard because it's like usually a da- usually a downer, right? But. But in, in, a, in a more broad way, you just you, you don't need someone to tell you this. You're in a different place, right? Um, but what's interesting is that Chazal talk about it. They talk about this concept of kedusha Eretz Yisrael and where that kedusha emanates from, right? Because if I'd ask you, what, why is there kedusha in Eretz Yisrael? What would you say? Okay, you can say so. One answer is because that's where the base hamidrash is. That the kedusha Yerushalayim emanates from the fact that we. Built a base on me there, sir. Okay. What else could you say? Okay, it's a present from Akadosh Baruch Hu, right? There are special mitzvahs you do in Eretz Yisrael, right? But are those special mitzvahs that we do because Eretz Yisrael is Kadosh? Or is Eretz Yisrael Kadosh because we do special mitzvahs there, right? What, what's the cause? Of, what, what gives it that status? Kedushas Eretz. What's fascinating, actually, is that if you look in the entire Tanakh, you never find the Torah refer to Eretz Yisrael as Kadosh. 
actually. Chazal talk about it all the time. The Mishnah, the Gemara, always talk all the time about Kedusha Tzaret. You know, what, what's the status of the Kedusha from the time Yoshua, the Kedusha later. We t- Chazal talk about it a lot. And the Torah almost, almost never says it. But we do know that that exists. And the question is, where does it come from? And the truth is, there are like really three different approaches in the Rishonim and Achim to where the Kedusha Veritzel comes from. And as we see it, I think we'll start to get a sense of why it should matter to us. Let's see as we go through. So take a look at source number one. Is it is a pasuk in the end of Acharemos, last week's parsha, which are not you know the most popular pasukim. Which are talking about it's the Isurei Arayos, right? The relationships that are forbidden. And in that conversation, in source number one, so the Torah says, "Vatitma aretz ve'efkod avona alev ataki haaretz es yoshvel." Right, if you violate these things, what's going to happen? Literally, the land will vomit you out. It'll throw you out. It's, it's, it's going to rid you right, of that area. Right? So, so, uh, so, so make sure, and then it goes on later. And if you're going to do them, these terrible things, so we're gonna, the land's going to spit you out. So Ramban has a very interesting question. Ramban says, I don't understand. You want to tell me a certain, if, if I'm getting kicked out of the land for doing something, right? I did, or I didn't do something I was supposed to do, or I did, doing the wrong thing. So what type of mitzvah would you expect the land to kick us out for? What? Or something, what kind of aver or mitzvah would you think that the land would be sensitive to? Yeah, Shemitah, Chumas and Maestros, Bikurim, Mitzvah Satsulis Baaretz, right? That's what I would think, right? If you don't keep Chumas and Maestros, so then forget it. You get rid of you, right? So Ramban says, so let's look at the Ramban. He writes, in the second line, which bolded, Vihine Harayos Chobas Aguf, Vayantulis Baaretz. It's talking about specifically the mitzvahs in Eretz Yisrael. And they're not dependent on the land. That's a mitzvah, that's an Isser in, in Tinak, and it's an Isser in Tel Aviv. There's no difference in that Isser. It's the same thing everywhere, no matter where you go, right? So why specifically is that something that the land will kick you out because of? And he writes like this, about Sod HaDavar, because of, I'll tell you what the, what the secret is. He writes like this, so Inyan, the, second, the next line, it's underlined. Ki Hashem created the whole world. We know that, says the rabbi. If you came here for, to find out that information, then right, you knew that already. Okay, v'sham koach hatachtonim ba'yonim, and a kashparuch who gave koach to down downstairs and upstairs, okay, on earth and up, up in shemayim. V'nos na kol am va'am ba'atzosam legoyehem kochav umazal yadua kasher noda bi'itzagninus. Ramban says something crazy, wild. He says the Rebbeinu Shalom created the whole world. And when it comes to the rest of the world, he does not have hashkacha over those other places in the same way. And he places some type of mazal, uh, stars, moons, whatever, whatever it is, things that, beings, celestial beings that watch over those areas. He doesn't do it himself. Okay? But what happens? But look where it's bolded. Vinei Hashem anichbar hu Elohei Elohim, but Hashem obviously is the God. There's one place where the Rebbe Shalom gives hashkacha, he watches, he pays attention, he's involved in every move, that place is Eretz Yisrael. Okay, not, again, not everyone agrees around, but there are others who say it's not true, Rebbe Shalom is everywhere. But the argument around Ban is, 
that we do, Enei Hashem Lokecha Bam, Ereshis Hashanah, Acharishanah, right? This is, the, this is the place that our Shabbat who watches all the time. What place is that? Eretz Yisrael. There's one place where Yibon Shalom is always looking and always watching, and that's Eretz Yisrael. In other places, he doesn't have that same Ashkacha. He doesn't pay attention in the same way. He's not so involved. And therefore, when things go on in Eretz Yisrael, he says, in the, in the, He doesn't put some type of, you know, other being to watch over it. Right? That's why you guys are special. Because this land is special. Okay? So what? So what? Who cares? The answer is, so what? The Ramban writes this also. He says, there are people doing these Averos in other places also, right? The land doesn't kick them out. Says, yeah, but here it matters more. Here God's paying more attention. But in Eretz Yisrael, your Bonosh Olam is mashkiach. He's watching much more closely. It's a much more spiritually sensitive place. And therefore, it has physical responses to spiritual, you know, uh, spiritual maladies. Right? It, it, it's, it, it's impacted by the way people act. And it's fascinating because the truth is, there are other ways that this comes out. Look in source number three, the Ramban writes this about Sodom also. Why did Sodom get destroyed, specifically? It's because it's in Eretz Yisrael. It can't handle right, the types of things that are going on in Sodom. Right? Right? This is the first language, first the first nation to get kicked out of Eretz Yisrael because couldn't handle it. Look, if you skip down where it's bolded, you think Sodom was the only bad place in the world? The only place where deep people did bad things? No, but it was the worst place in Eretz Yisrael, and that's why Kadosh Baruch said, "Look, yes, I came to become it can't happen here." Fascinating. Explains also how the Ramban writes. In source number four, that navi you're going to have a, a, a navi. Sometimes we'll have navim. Where says the Ramban only in Eretz Yisrael. Why does Yon, why does uh, why does Yonah run away from Eretz Yisrael when he gets a, a nevuah? And Yerushalmi say because if he leaves Eretz Yisrael, he won't get a nevuah. Right? Nevuah only happens in Eretz Yisrael. The Ramban also writes that we, there's like this this idea from the Ramban. That's why, why did, why, you know, you had Rachel and Leah were both married to Yaakov, and when he comes back to Eretz Yisrael, Leah died, uh, Rachel dies. So Ramban says, why? Because the Ovis kept the Torah. It's a whole different conversation, the Ovis keeping the Torah. But so who cares to get back to Eretz Yisrael? Ramban says that the only place the Ovis kept the Torah was Eretz Yisrael. Right? Eretz Yisrael had this special, had this special, is this special place, right? That it can't just be, right? It can't just, it can't, it, 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 it's different. It's different. It's a different, fundamentally different type of place. So Ramban argues, what gives Eretz Yisrael its Kedusha? Then how would you define the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael? It's a, it's a place, right, that it emanates, that the Kedusha emanates from a Baruch special Hashkacha over that place. Because it's special, it's unique. It, therefore, there's a Kedusha that, that is just hanging out. In, 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 in the land, by the way, how do we know, how do we know for sure that it's true? The other nations of the world know it too. And they come and they want it also. Right? Because they, you can feel it. You can feel it in there. Right? And the Ramban says, because your bone is paying more attention there. It's paying more attention there. Ritzalakakom of the Blin argues, this is such a fascinating idea. He says, why is it all the, all the Gemaras that talk about Eretz Yisrael 
are all found in Maseches Ksubos. This is what because sometimes you can know something about halacha, understand a halacha better by where it's placed in Shas. So who cares? It's in Maseches Ksubos. So he says because Eretz Yisrael is the Ksuba between us and Akharshva. It's the guarantee, right? It's show, it's the special gift that we're given by, by the Rebbeinu Shalom that shows it, it proves our connection to each other. That's why it's all found in Maseches Ksubos. Fascinating. Um, and that's why also all the, all the discussions about the Churban Abayas are all found in what Masechta? Gittin. Because it, it's, right, we didn't, we weren't Khalilah divorced from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but we feel separate. Fascinating, right? It's, it's true. All, right, all the Gemara's you're allowed to learn on Tisha B'Av, they're all Masechta's Gittin. Right? And all the, and, and as you, and I'll tell you, as I, as I was learning to try to put this together, all the Gemara's about Eretz Yisrael are Masechta's Tufus. They're all there. That's where they are. It's fascinating, right? Very interesting. Okay, and I'll tell you one so such an, another interesting idea. Look at the Gemara in source number five. Rambam points this out as well. Tan Rabbanan says the Gemara, "La Olam Yidor Adam BeEretz Yisrael." Person should always live in Eretz Yisrael. Afila BeIr Sheruba Ov Dekolchavim. If you had a choice to live in Eretz Yisrael with mainly people who are not of your values, right? Better to live there. Va'al Yadur BeChutzlaritz. Afila BeIr Sheruba Yisrael. Do you live in the firmest place in America? Or live in the least from place in Eretz Yisrael? Better live in Eretz Yisrael. Okay, why? Shekaladar be'Eretz Yisrael dome kemi she'yeshlo eloha. Some lives in Eretz Yisrael, it's like he has a God. Shekaladar be'chutzlar, it's dome kemi she'yeshlo eloha. It's like they don't have a God. What that means, fascinating. But Rav Tzadok points out, the language is funny. You should say, Koshadar be'Eretz Yisrael, yeshlo eloha. Person who lives in So he says, no, it's dome. What do you mean it's dome, man? Eh? So it's the same reason. When you live in Eretz Yisrael, you can feel it that you have Eloah. You can feel you have a God. You can feel the Rebbe You can experience, when you live in Eretz Yisrael, if a person visits Eretz Yisrael, right? You feel the Rebbe right? And that's why Chazal say, it's dome. Why? Because it's, it's dimyon. It's like, it's like I can feel it. I, can, I, can experience, I experience it in a way that otherwise I don't have. Fine. So that's, that's, Approach number one. Approach number one is the reason there is a special kedusha of Eretz Yisrael is because your Bon Shalom is watching, he's paying attention, he's involved in Eretz Yisrael more than any other place in the world. And that we, like I said, we have psukim like that. And Nei Hashem Lokechaba, right? The Bon this is the place where Kadosh Baruch Hu is watching. Fine. The Kuzari of Yudah Levi talks about this in a different way. And the Rav actually um, in. in Yudha Levi right, wrote the Kuzari and he also wrote a lot of the keynotes that we read on Tishabur. And the ones that he wrote are the ones like Sion Halot Tishali and a lot, all the ones about Eretz Yisrael were written by Yudha Levi and they're very this, this story about Yudha Levi that he for his whole life he like so badly wanted to get to Eretz Yisrael it's actually it's a little bit of a sad story and he gets there finally and they say this, the steps down from like Bonkers Bankles whatever down to the, to the Kotel sorry it's not there anymore I don't think but right it's called Madregos Yehuda Levi, okay, but it's kind of for a sad reason because the the, the, the myth, whatever the, the story they tell is that when he finally got to Eretz Yisrael, he like saw the Harabayas and immediately he he dropped to the ground to kiss the ground. We're talking about it in a second, and he got run over by a horse. But his whole life, he was dying to get to Eretz Yisrael. He did, he did, and he got there. But uh, but the rough right so that's like kind of a downer. Sorry, uh, but <laughs> the story they tell, but. But they, uh, source number six, the Rav, taught, right, the Rav, this book, the, the way you get, the rabbis get all their stuff for the Kinos, it's often this big book Rabbi Shachter put together about the Rav's approach to Kinos. So source number six, that it's called The Lord is Righteous in All His Ways. And because uh, Rabbi Salvechik would spend, right, 
all day Kinos doing what we do. We, he's the one who made it up. So uh, we start that way there. Um, so the writer uh, so writes like this. He says, Rabbi Yehuda Levi adored everything about Eretz Yisrael. He was madly in love with Eretz Yisrael. I've never known of anyone so in love with Eretz Yisrael as Rabbi Yehuda Levi. This is the Rav talking. I never knew it. He didn't know Rabbi Yehuda Levi. never met him. Right? But I never met such a person. Right? Okay. There were many others who went to Eretz Yisrael, but they did not confess their love for the land in such terms as he did. It's a fascinating story in the, in the Kuzari, where basically the Melech Kuzars says to the, the guy he's talking to, the Jew, and he basically says to him, like, don't you daven all the time? Do you want to go back to Eretz Yisrael? He's like, yeah. He's like, so why don't you go? So he's like, and he basically says, he goes, got me. He's got me. And Rehuda Levi, obviously, is writing the story. Right? Got me. He's like, that's where I, is where I want to be. Right? I, I got to put my money where my mouth is, right? But that's what he writes. So, so, so he writes like this. Um, the Ramban also loved Eretz Yisrael. He was more sophisticated and explained his love. He doesn't mean it as a judgment. He's saying the way the, the Ramban talked about it was different. And explained his love in halachic terms. And this approach is more familiar to us because we know the language of halacha. That's the Rav talking. Rabbi Yudah Levi expressed his love for Eretz Yisrael somewhat differently than the Ramban. And that is that Rabbi Yudah Levi would speak about Eretz Yisrael that not, not that the Yudah Shalom has more hashkacha, but literally as an experience. He says, Rabbi Yudah Levi writes, you go to Eretz Yisrael, you feel the Yudah Shalom. It's similar to the Ramban, but it's a little different. It's, 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 not, it's not like because there's something unique. It, the place is a place where you walk in and you feel the Yudah Shalom is there. It's different. It's a different feeling. It's different. And uh, Rav Cook, Rav Cook also talks about this. He talks about it in terms of, you know, we, Rav Cook in his, the introduction to the Sefer Shabbat Ha'aretz, which is about, about Shvi, it's about Shemitah, right? So in the introduction, he talks all about the, the connection between Shabbos, how Shabbos is for the, for the Jew once a week, what Shemitah is for the, for the Am Yisrael, one, you know, once every seven years, etc. But he says something so, so interesting over here. Look, take a look at source number seven. Rav Cook writes, it's a, a similar idea. It's the same language. Right? Shabbat the, the destiny of Am Yisrael and the destiny of the land are the same. Together. Just like this nation is different and unique. He says, it's like the same thing. You have this like singular people combined with this singular land and then you put them together, you have like this juggernaut. Right? This amazing, unique, right? Unique construct known as Am Yisrael in Eretz Yisrael. And, and it's sort of a similar idea that like, it's, it's not that there's more Ashkacha Pratis, per se. By the way, they're not mutually exclusive. You can say all these things. But it's more just that, it's just different. It's just different. It's just a different place. Right? There's just like a Kedusha that, that's hanging around there. And you feel it when you come in. And that's why you find Gemara's like this in source number 8. Rabbi Abba menashek kipe da'ako. Rabbi Abba would kiss, these are hard words in Hebrew, so I write the whole English. Rabbi Abba would kiss the rocks of Ako. Right, Rabbi Chanina would repair its, its blocks, the, 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 the bricks in the land. Rabbi Ami Rabbi would stand and pass from a sunny spot to a shady one, from a shady spot to a sunny one, so they would always be able to sit comfortably and say, wow, Eretz Yisrael is a comfortable place. Right? Um, 
And Rabbi Chia Bagamda Megander Ba'afra. Rabbi Chia Bagamda would roll in the dust of Eretz Yisrael. Shanamar, as the Pasuk says, Achiratsu Avdecha es Avanev es Afarayachanunu. Your servants take pleasure in their stones and love her dust, right? The sense just like that this is just a different place. And to the, to the right, it used to be in the old airport. Right, you get off the plane and you kiss the ground, right? You watch people kiss the ground. You probably saw that before, right? Now you can't do it anymore. If you come Nefesh Benefesh, they let you. If you go on Nefesh Benefesh, they let you off on purpose so people can make it more of a scene. You know, you come out into the, onto the tarmac. Right, that was like the, right? But why? Because it just is. Okay. But the Rambam had a different plan. And a different shot. And you can decide which one of these you like the best. Rambam a different shot. And the Rav really subscribed to this, to this approach also. Okay? The Rambam writes like this. We'll take a look at, at uh, Mishnah Masechah's Kalim, source number 9. Eser Kedushos Hain. There are 10 Kedushos. Eretz Yisrael, Mekudashim, Sikola Aratzos. Eretz Yisrael, and Eretz Yisrael is the most of all of them. Umahi Kedushasa. What is the Kedush of Eretz Yisrael? I don't, if I have a new pomegranate in my pomegranate tree in my backyard, I don't have one. But, right? right? I can't bring it to Eretz Israel. It doesn't work. Right? If I, if I you know, whatever, harvest my, my wheat in my backyard, in my, in my field in Idaho, no one's interested. Can't bring it to the Kibbeis Amitash. Right? It's only because, says the Mishnah, that you use the land of Israel for mitzvot, that it has a, a different type of Kedusha. Meaning, the Kedusha is not coming from above in a certain sense. It's a Kedusha that's coming from the, from the ground up. But not from the ground, but from the people who do those mitzvot. Right? It's from Am Yisrael. Right? Look at the Gemara in source number 10. Darashab Simlai. Mifnei manis avem Moshe Rabbeinu likanes la'eret Yisrael. Why did Moshe Rabbeinu want to go to Eretz Yisrael? Wait, did he want to go like uh, on a tiul? Did he want to go to Eretz Breshid and meet uh, Avram Avinu on a camel? Like that's why. That's why. Uh, right. That's he wanted to go to hotel tunnel tours. That's why uh, Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to go to Eretz Yisrael. Clearly not. Right. He wanted to enjoy the Dead Sea. No. Elakach Amar Moshe. Harbe mitzvos nitzavu Yisrael vein miskaimin el beretz Yisrael. There's so many mitzvos. He says that he was never able to do. And when I get to Eretz Yisrael, all of a sudden, boom. Right, we find Shemitah like so, like, a I, I don't know, I speak like boring. Right, the ideas of Shemitah is like, ah, oh, okay, like whatever. Right, it's not real to us. Right, I remember one of the last times, two times ago, I was in Eretz Yisrael. It was the year after Shemitah, and I was at a friends of ours. I was at a friends of ours, and they had like a special garbage thing for the leftover things from Shvius, and they were careful of something spilled, Shvius wine. You had to make sure to finish it. They knew all these halachos. Why? Because they were real for them. Right? They have all these messages that I don't have. Right? All of a sudden you show up and like there's like this new Shulchan Aruch that like you never there's like something called the Aruch HaShulchan Asid, which was written about the Mitzvah Satulis Ba'aretz that, that you know for that you know that be for later but the point is like there are certain things that, that we just can't do here that they can do. Right? And that says the Gemara is why Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to be in Eretz Yisrael. Okay. So look what the Rav writes in source number 11. This is a piece from the emergence of ethical man. I saw quoted, um, and the Rav writes like this: For Yehuda Levi and the Ramban, the attribute of kedusha, of holiness ascribed to the land of Israel, is an objective metaphysical quality inherent in the land. It's just there, right? It's just there. 
Right? Maybe, maybe a little different. It's or just the condition that you feel when you walk in. But it's, it's there on its own. With all my respect to the Rishonim, I must disagree with such an opinion. Pretty good, right? You can disagree with the Ramban. I do not believe that it's halachically cogent. Kedusha under a halachic aspect is man-made. More accurately, it is a historical category. A soil is sanctified by historical deeds performed by a sacred people. Never by any primordial superiority. By the way, the, the, the Rav is, is backed by Gemaras. But the Gemara has a whole fascinating conversation. What happened after Amisho left Eretz Yisrael? When we were kicked out, did the Kedusha say that the Kedusha leave? Right? The Gemara has this possibility, that, that and, and certainly the first time, that when we left, the Kedusha went away. What do you mean it went away? According to the Ramban, according to Rehuda Levi, they have, they'll, they'll give explanations, but, right? The Rav would say, that's exactly the point. It's halachic. It, it's based on halacha. We're there. There's certain mitzvahs we can do, etc. That's why it states. The halachic term, Kedushas Haaretz, the sanctity of the land, denotes the consequence of a human act. Either conquest, or heroic deeds like Yoshua ben Nun, or the mere presence of the people in that land. By the way, we have such a concept. This idea called, there's certain halachas that only apply when you have what's called bias kuchem. When all of Am Yisrael, most of Am Yisrael is back, like for example, like Yovel. It's a big, it's a big, they're watching the numbers now. Right? Because unfortunately, diaspora Judaism is, Jewry is shrinking. And the jury in, in the United in, in Israel is growing. So it'll be only so many more years when there's asking going to be Rove Am Yisrael in Eretz Yisrael. Right? And the question is, like, well, will certain halachos be activated when that happens? Right? Kedush is identical with man's association with Mother Earth. Nothing should be attributed, attributed a priori to dead matter. Objective Kedush smacks of fetishism. Look, this is the, the Rav's you know, approach in general. Everything is halachic. Everything depends on, on a halachic principle, halachic structure. But, it, but it, from a hashkafic perspective, it's actually fascinating. Because on the one end, it feels like it's much less romantic. It's like, this is not like this Kedusha that sits hanging over the land. But... On the other hand, it's actually amazing. So the, so the Rav is saying the Kedush of the land comes from us. When we do mitzvot in the land, when we use the land the way that we bought, just like, by the way, if we don't use it the way we're supposed to, we get kicked out. When we use it the way we're supposed to, it has the Kedush it's supposed to have. It's not dependent on the Rebona Shalom. It's dependent on us. And why would we get kicked out if we don't? It's just it's, we're, not, we're just not taking advantage of the opportunity. But why would it? No, but it's, it responds. I guess you would argue it responds so to our actions. There, but that means there's something there. Then. Okay. Okay. I hear. I hear you're saying. You're saying then we're then it can't be it can't be reflexive. It can't respond right. if it doesn't have it. You could argue we're talking in La Land, right? But let's say you could argue that we create the kedusha, right. and then uh, now it's there we when the we corrupt it. So then it it responds to us. You can make that argument also, right? Yeah, but then it just goes away. I mean, that, okay, or or it just fades, right? Or or, or by the way, taki can mean the kedusha goes away, the special shlucha goes away, and now you're subject to the to the hands of whatever enemies you have who want to kick you out, right? Because at the end of the day, the land is what kicks us out; it's enemies who kick us out, right? So maybe we lose that special special shlucha, which then allows us to get kicked out of the land, right? But the point being, says the rav, that you could make the argument, right? You can make the argument that. This exact point that it's it's not about the land. It's not the land has its own intrinsic kedusha. It's that we create it by what we do. And uh, th- th- there's there's a, there's a lot of achronim who say that you don't. It's not mutually exclusive. 
you don't have to hold one or the other. You can hold all three, right? That it could be both. It could be there's a kedusha that exists, it's extant, right? Anyways, and that our actions do something, right? There's a beautiful, beautiful approach that avoid the street Aish. The street Aish writes, if you go back to that Gemara, source number eight, we saw the Gemara about kissing the kissing the rocks, kissing the the, the, the ground, and everything start rolling around in, in the dirt. So the street Aish writes. If you look at the language, it said they would, they would roll around and they would kiss the land and said, Why There's another place where Rashi quotes that Gemara and he quotes the whole Gemara verbatim except he leaves out the word Shenemar. So the Sujay Eish said that's Russia. He said, What's the Pshat? He said, If I want to relate to Eretz Yisrael, right? Kissing the, kissing the rocks, rolling in the ground, recognizing the special nature of the land. It can't be Shenamar. It can't be because the Pasuk told me I should. Right? It can't be my connection to Eretz Yisrael because Azay is in the Pasuk like that. Right? The Pasuk says that I should. No, it's, because it's, it's supposed to become something that we feel ourselves, something that we experience ourselves. So why am I telling you this, all this beautiful stuff about Eretz Yisrael and we're not in Eretz Yisrael? Because it's Omas Mot. And I'm not here to, to tell us, you know, uh, yeah, we're right now, right now, and I'm with you. We don't live there. But... Yamatsmut should be a day that reminds us of where we're supposed to be. It should remind us of the place where we're supposed to be. It should remind us that, that Eretz Yisrael is the home of the Jewish people. We may not be there for whatever cheshbonos that we have, and every person has their own cheshbon, including our, all, all of us. But we should, we should maybe Yamatsmut is a nice opportunity to remind ourselves that place is different than this place. And there's a reason why that place is, for three different reasons why it's different than this place. And it should be a day to inspire us and remind us of the special matana, the Gemara says it's, that the matana tova, the, 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 the land is. The Gosh Baruch Hu gave us a special gift called Eretz Yisrael. And we should use the day today to appreciate that, even as we're afar, even if we're not right there, even if we're not in there right now, and we're feeling a little funny about it. Good, so feel funny about it. Feel a little funny about it, feel a little uneasy. It should make us feel a little uneasy. That's okay. Halavai, we should feel a little uneasy and recognize that. Maybe we're not exactly where, where, where we're meant to be. You know, in the, in, in the end of the day. And so we visit and we go and we invest and we are, we're part of it and we have vacation opportunities and that's we go to Eretz Yisrael and we have whatever we can do to get there, to send our children there, to be there ourselves. We should do our best, but we should recognize why is that? Because there's a Kedusha there. Kedusha there for one of three different ways that it gets there. Either because we bone Shalom places it there or even more beautifully maybe because of what we do and, and our investment in it. And the more we invest, the more Kedusha will be there. Right.